tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. What if you found a portal to a parallel universe? What if you could slide into a thousand different worlds? Where it's the same year, and you're the same person, but everything else is different. And what if you can't find your way home? Welcome back for another issue of Imagine If. Due to some scheduling problems, uh, Chris Franey is not going to be joining us today. However, I have a special guest this week, Chris Gietze. <laughs> Substitution Chris. Yes, that's right. I, I keep a closet full of Chris's just for this exact occasion. I think that's a name of a band right there. Closet full of Chris's? Possibly. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> so I will do my best, folks, to... Uh, Go with um, filling in the parts that uh, Chris, other Chris, usually does, and also having new Chris <laughs> uh, help out. So, first thing we're going to do is go to the spinner rack as usual. This week in Marvel, oh, or in DC, but I was going to say also, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. That's right. We're doing a special Valentine's Day episode where we're talking about love and relationships and everything that you've seen in the comic books that, you know. Maybe of romantic interest. Hooray. <laughs> but on the spinner rack first is Action Comics number nine nine ninety seven. Nine hundred ninety seven. Man, getting close to that thousandth issue. It really is. Uh are you are you keeping up with the action? No. No, okay. Uh I mean I I think I jumped back on like at nine ninety five. Uh it was after the 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 Mr. Oz the Oz effect. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um it it's I don't know. I I don't know. I, I think I might have jumped on just to get to one thousand and then me, I don't know if I'll stay on. But then again, one thousand is marking when uh Bendis is gonna be starting it, so Oh wow. Yeah. What? Yeah, so he I didn't realize he was He's doing starting with DC so soon. Yeah, he's doing number. He's doing a backup story in one thousand because it's Dan Jurgen's book, and then I think right. one thousand one is when he starts. And then he's also gonna ha- he's also gonna be doing Superman, and he's also gonna be doing uh, like a another Superman story, like a mini or something like that. That's yeah. gonna be redoing his origin. What? Yeah, because you know, crazy Bendis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean. I, did you would you would you what did you think of the fact that he was going to be doing Superman? I didn't know that he was doing oh. Superman. So what was was there something that you were gonna you were hoping that he was gonna do? Uh, I don't know. Like, I like how Bendis uh, usually is pretty good on team books. Mm-hmm. Like especially teams that are like weird or. So you his know, most uh, people don't his Guardians of the Galaxy or his Defenders, Defenders, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was I was hoping that he would do like a Doom Patrol or that would be amazing. Uh, you know, bring the Metal Men in. Oh, dude, a Bendis <laughs> Metal Men, yeah, that would be amazing. Or like Challengers of the Unknown, Challengers just... of the Unknown. Well, out, coming out of Metal, we're getting a Challenge of the Unknown book. Nice. So uh, not him, but somebody. Right. So. Uh, we also have Detective Comics 974 coming out. Uh, 
I think detect so detective is the one where they have the the Gotham Knights in it. You know, it's it's Tim's team that he made before he died, not died. Yeah. But uh, uh, it, it right now the last one I read it had a lot to do with Clayface and uh, mm. the the first victim syndicate or the victim syndicate, which has oh, the first victim yeah. in it. Such a very interesting character, the first victim. Yeah, I was actually reading that arc, and it's really good. Um, even though I'm not reading detective (laughs) i really enjoy detective it's 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 an odd book because you know it's not uh it's like it's not like batman's not there that much yeah it's it's a lot of everybody else and uh you know kate kate kane is the one that's like running the team so which is just odd (laughs) and it's funny because you know in the whole sons of tomorrow or super sons of tomorrow and then the lonely place of living storyline both times it's like bat batwoman is going to betray you like all and she's going to be a bad <laughs> person and then uh, nightwing new order the the one that's kind of set in the future and it's on a you know elseworld basically yeah she's the leader of that also it's just like where are they going with this like right they're setting up something where batwoman is not going to come out looking good at the end of this <laughs> flash number 40 i'm not reading flash are you reading flash i am Okay, what's what's going on in the Flash? What what you know? Is there anything exciting coming up that you know of? Uh, I'm really far behind. Okay. Um, the last thing I read, Barry was having trouble with his powers. Um, he was like infected by the the reverse speed force, and so anytime he uses his powers, he just like destroys everything. The reverse speed force, huh? Yeah, because Professor Zoom. Dawn. Yeah. (laughs) That guy. So he, he, there, there is a such thing as the reverse speed force now. Like that's what, that's what Dawn taps into. Yeah. And I mean, they, they brought that out with uh, Rebirth. I did not know that. I just, I just assumed he tapped. I just, oh. Jeff Johns. Okay, I guess I, I guess I. He was on that kick where he's like, I have to like quantify everyone's powers, <laughs> so all the lanterns get crazy spectrum, and now the Flash has the speed force. Well, guess what? There's a reverse speed force. <laughs> uh, Ragman number five out of six. This is oh. an interesting mini. Are you, have you read any of it yet? I haven't read any of it yet, but I'm. I was so excited when they announced it because I love Ragman. I read, I, so do I, and I've read I think three of them so far, the first mm. three, and they've definitely changed his origin. It's, really? Yeah, it's it's a it's a different story, and it kind of reminds me of Moon Knight now. Oh wow! Yeah. So well, uh, I mean, there was a little bit of that before too. Yeah, but that was like the idea that the the rags were like a. Uh, living golem like kind of thing it's it's different now because it's i I don't know when you get to read it you'll have to tell me what you think of it so sounds good so one of the first stories that come out of uh or one of the first books that come out of metal would be sideways and that comes out this or that came out today uh the kid i don't know every time i see this new uh character Mm -hmm. it's very much a spider-man outfit but it's blue and it's got white marks and it's got white eyes and he's his powers to is portals so he ports huh. everywhere uh 
So I, I, I know I'm picking it up. Uh, I'm, I'm interested just to see what it is. envisioning Galactic Spider-Man. Uh, not or that Cosmic blue. Sp- yeah, Cosmic Spider-Man. Yeah, that's what it was called. Yeah. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Uh, Titans. Titans number 20. That <sighs> is a... I love that book. It's a great book. I, I don't like all of the characters in the book. But I do love the art in the book. I think that the art in that book is amazing. Oh yeah, for so, sure. Like I, they just got done with the, the what I was reading was the um, the when they fought Troya. Like I don't know if you've gotten to that part. Oh, yet. she just showed up for me. Okay, so, so yeah, that was it's a very interesting story. And then what happens with uh, Wally in it is very strange. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have to tell me what, what you think of that. Leave Wally alone. <laughs> Well, it sounds like he's the catalyst for the whole Flash War or something. I don't, what do you think of the Flash War? <sighs> I, <laughs> or is it the War of Flashes? Which is, what is it called? I think it's Flash War. Okay. I think you were right. Um, well, since Jeff Johns isn't writing it, then uh, I think Barry might have... Well, Barry. Wally might have a, a, bigger a role. fair shake <laughs> he likes in the, the event. To hurt Wally. Yeah, man. <laughs> Which sucks, because he did such a great job writing Wally. He did. And so. then he was like, you know what? I can bring back Barry, and it's going to be way better. <laughs> it's not, though. It's not way better. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number, annual number 42 comes or came out today. We have uh, uh, Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows number 16. That's a great book. I love that book too. It's like, uh, like I just read, I think number, I don't know, number thirteen or fourteen today. It was mm. like they're on, uh, they're on uh, Coney Island on their like uh, like family outing day before uh, I wanted to call her May Day. Annie goes back to school for the year, and uh, they fight they fight uh, a lizard. But the book mm. is very much about May, uh, Mary Jane and like how she has to juggle everything of being owning her own business being a mother and then now being spinneret no spinneret is uh annie i thought she was spiderling oh sh- she is spiderling maybe she is spinneret i don't know <laughs> so it's a uh, uh it was a very interesting book or a very interesting interesting issue so i thought that was a uh, a, a cool story, a cool backstory, and then just to see Peter as you know he's a, he's at a grown he's a grown adult and he's a, he's he's a father and stuff like that, but he's still he, he's still not taking on responsibility as an adult. Like he takes <laughs> on responsibility, Spider Man, all the time. Yeah. But you know, it's like oh, but no, we should go out and play. Like, <laughs> oh, we got adult things to do. Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, I know that you jumped off of Ben Ben Riley's Scarlet Spider, right? I did. So uh, number jumped off it quick. Number fourteen. <laughs> it got one issue for me. Came out. It was done. It came out today, and uh, I you know I don't quite know what's going to be happening in this issue. I I'm still on it. I really hope it's going somewhere soon. Like <laughs> I was about to jump off, but then they brought in the Slingers, and I was like, oh, it's my favorite team. Yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> so about that. <laughs> that's see, that's just what that book does. It's like, oh, hey, you know those characters that you love that that are Spider-Man adjacent, adjacent? <laughs> that don't get any love. 
we have them, <laughs> but we're going to ruin them. <laughs> like, I like the fact that Kane is in that book. Yeah. But, you know, we're not getting much <laughs> of him. I don't know. It, it's it's a, I don't know. I don't know what to think of that book, really. Yeah. Uh, I just hope it gets better, to say the least. Well, uh, of course. <laughs> Captain America number 698. So we're close to 700 on that. Really close. Yeah. Good Lord. Old Man Logan, number 35. I just read another issue of that today. It was, I mean, a few issues back. And mm. that was... Uh, he's going up He's going up against Gorgon, and they brought back Merico. Oh. From the dead. Like, yeah. the hand brought her back from the dead. So, that, that's Took the... Took me a second. I was like, Gorgon's in space. What are you talking not about? Not that Gorgon. <laughs> uh, and he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, the the... The goat-legged guy? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. No. Um, like messed up his back. Mariko is the not the one that was Dakin's mother, right? That's Yuriko. Oh, good lord! I have no idea. Okay, I, I'm not. I'm not too sure. But they brought him her back, and uh, she has a, for lack of a better word, light. Saber samurai sword, sweet that, that actually cuts through old man Logan's hand, so what? it cuts through the animantium. Oh my god! And like that's how the issue kind like it happens midway through the issue, and like he doesn't have his hand back at the end of the issue. So like, I don't know what they're gonna do. I guess he's not gonna have animantium <laughs> in that claw anymore because huh. I mean, obviously the hand and the bones will grow back, but the animantium yeah. doesn't. That's true. <laughs> I mean, unless he puts the other hand back up there fast enough, I would assume. <laughs> he just holds it there. Yeah. Uh, Weapon X, number 14. I was thinking about this book while I was reading it uh, earlier this week. These guys are all... I I mean, not all of them are, are a part of... The, we're a part of the Weapon X program, but yeah. they're all different killers, I guess. Yeah. And they're obviously a very brutal team, and and like, what is it you think that the Marvel is doing with with Old Man Logan? Like, they kill off they kill off Logan, mm-hmm. and then they decide to have the the was it Secret War or something like that, or what was the name of the thing that brought all these? I think it was Secret War. Okay, bring all these characters in from other universes, mm-hmm. and uh, they bring Old Man Logan into this universe. Yeah. Now he's not as rage filled anymore. No. Nope. He's not as feral. He's supposedly like I mean, that's what happens when you kill all of your enemies and like, friends. They're just gone. <laughs> no, fair you enough. Don't have anything to worry about anymore. And like uh, in the first few issues of this Weapon X run, um there's there's the issue, issue where he and uh Sabretooth are like kind of having a beer or whatever mm-hmm. and he's wearing this like Hawaiian shirt and he's just kind of being like, dude, Saber dude, you need to just kind of chill out kind of thing. Like it's their conversation. And I'm just like, what exactly are they doing with Logan in this, oh in this gosh. world now? Wow. Uh, and then, you know, there's always the, there's the Logan coming back. Yeah. Uh, was it? I think it's called the, the hunt for Wolverine or the search for Wolverine, the story that's going to be coming out here pretty soon. But to back to the weapon X, like, the issue I read, they were going up against Nuke, mm-hmm. and apparently Nuke is considered Weapon 7 now. 
Because he, I knew that he was a part of the Super Soldier program after right. Captain America and stuff, and Captain America is considered Weapon Zero, right? Uh, the Rebirth Project. So it's, uh, I, I guess, if you continue on, I, I wonder. I mean, I, obviously, the internet probably has it out there somewhere, all zero through fifteen now. Well, I mean, there's there's even the precursors like uh, Isaiah. Right, yeah. So, yeah, Truth, uh, that book. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then X-Men Blue number 21. What do you think of the X-Men Blue team? That's the one with the young X-Men on right, it, right? The, the, yeah. The lost through t- out of time team. Right. I I've been really enjoying those yeah. books, both uh, Blue and Gold. Okay. I really like them both. I think I like Blue a little bit better. Now, do you like it better? Which is weird. <laughs> because you're not a first class fan? I'm, yeah, like, never really been a huge fan of the first class. <laughs> I mean, do you think that it's because of their new take on on the the first class and, like, the new personalities? Because you, you have a beast that's very much, like, I need to know everything and, you know, all the knowledge and stuff like that needs to be mine. And it just, like, collapses his, like, <laughs> ego right. when he gets to this timeline and he's like, I'm so far behind. I'll never be able to learn all of this, so fuck it, I'm doing magic. And then you that have, is great. You have uh, Bobby, who's, I mean, the big change in there was that he's homosexual now. Uh, yeah. The... Worthington, not really a big change. No, not really. He's maybe maybe a little bit more cocky, but not really. Yeah, I mean, he went. They had that whole Black Vortex story, or no, Black Mirror or Dark Mirror. I don't know. Whatever storyline it was that gave them the flame. He got the flame wings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You have Scott. That's a. I don't know. He seems a little bit less sure of himself. Oh, for sure. And uh, Jean, who's very much more sure of herself. Yeah. Because she's they now like the leader of the team. Swapped those yeah. two. That's kind of interesting. One of the things I don't really understand, and I, I guess is the thing that the old Gene and Scott did, mm-hmm. but they hit the mind uh, lock or the mind meld or whatever, so that the mm. two of them are always in contact with each other. Is that is that a thing that you know about? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. They play with it a lot in the in this X Men Blue book. Yeah, and now that the two of them are not a couple, obviously <laughs> that's a lot worse because the book that I just read, the issue I just read, him and uh, Scott Cyclops and uh, Bloodstorm, the the storm that's a vampire from another dimension. Yeah, uh, they they're kind of a a couple what? and stuff. And he's like, uh, like they're fighting, they're fighting. Who are they fighting? I think they were fighting. Um, they're either fighting the future X Men or they were fighting the the new mutants in the past huh because they're jumping around in time at the moment yeah and uh gene is inside scott's head and and he's like really she's like really you're, we're in the middle of a fight for our lives right now and you're all you can think of is how hot storm is <laughs> and he's like you know what you can just not be in my head every once in a while that'd be great <laughs> not read every one of my thoughts it's just like why why would they i think I, it was something that Oh, they they had to do it because uh, Emma in the present had control of him during oh, the Secret yeah. Empire storyline. 
So that was the only way to break him out of it. Right. Yeah. That's terrible. It is. <laughs> God, man. Uh, so those are, I, those are the big things from the two companies that are coming out this week. What is something that you've been reading lately that you have really enjoyed and, you know, anything you really want to talk about? Uh, I've been reading a lot more, like, indie stuff lately. Well, a lot more image, rather. Really? Um, yeah. Like, uh, a couple of things that jump out is, um, there's a book called Rednecks. Okay. I'm interested. It's about a family of vampires living in rural Texas. Um, family of vampires in rural Texas. Yeah, okay. I'm getting a little bit of a preacher like, vibe. Yeah. It, it does kind of have a, a preacher vibe to it. Um, and yeah, they're, they're rednecks in uh, multiple ways. They are rednecks, like how you would normally think and then at, at times they feed on people so they have in their red ah i get it although kind of the main like drama in the family is that the like old grandpa like nosferatu dude <laughs> that like has to be kept in the attic is all like we should be <laughs> Uh, like feeding on whoever and everyone should fear us. We should rule the planet. And the rest of them are like, no, calm down. Like <laughs> we're doing fine feeding off cattle and, you know, uh-huh. kind of blending in. So, it, I mean, it, it, is it, is it, are they the heroes or is there, I mean, is it a hero villain book? Is it more of a, just like day to day, like trying to survive kind of thing? Yeah. It, it's kind of more of one of those like i don't know kind of a a gray area with the the characters like i guess walking dead okay kind of yeah where you know everybody's just trying to do their best kind of deal and do you do you have any idea of who the writer or anything is off the top of my head i do not find it who are some of the characters in it um God, I can't remember any of their names. <laughs> uh, so there's there's basically like four main characters at the moment. Um, there's the grandpa, who, like I said, is all old school and whatnot. Um, and then there's like the head of the family, who is the son of the grandpa. And then... Um, kind of the narrator ish is a guy that uh, they basically like consider him an uncle in the family, even though he's not related to them, and he was turned into a vampire almost by accident. Hmm. Have uh, they gone into the the whole like why this family is vampires kind of thing? sort of it was more him like recounting how he got turned and because uh, yeah he was like a texas ranger or something like that um and he like abandoned his 
post or something like just before the Alamo or something like that. Um, and like he ended up, uh, just in the middle of the, the desert wandering around and stuff. And one of the, the vampires in their pack or whatever, like decided to feed on him, but didn't kill him. (laughs) And thought that they had killed him and left him. Um, And so then he, like, went through the change and everything and ended up finding them. And they were like, oh, well, we have to take care of you now. (laughs) And, like, kind of treated him like a stray dog (laughs) that they had run over or something. It's a cool book. Okay, so the writer on that is Donnie Cates, and the artist is Lissandro Estrin. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope I said that right. Is there another book that you're really interested in, you're really into right now? Uh, hmm. and curse Words. Curse Words. I've heard about this. Yeah. So what's that? Uh, who's Who does that one? Is that Image also? Yeah. Um. So in that one, there's this wizard that uh, gets sent to, like, our plane of existence from this crazy, like, dark fantasy realm uh, to basically, like, lay waste to our uh, plane of existence and stuff. And uh, he gets here, and he, like kills a cop and stuff like that but then he's like looking around and he's like you know what this place is pretty sweet like i'm just gonna chill here (laughs) and so then um the like warlord or whoever that um sent him here is all pissed off because he's like what the hell you know i sent my best guy to take over that plane and it hasn't happened so obviously he's betrayed me and so he just keeps sending like all these magic users after him to try and kill him it's it's a really funny book because uh yeah that wizard who's named wizard um is like a celebrity because like people see him doing magic and stuff and they're like oh my god that's amazing Huh. And he just doesn't care. He's like, yeah, I'm awesome. Look at what I can do. <laughs> uh, and then weren't you also telling me that you were reading Mage? Or Yeah. So they restarted Mage. Oh, wait. Before you said that, uh, Curse Words is written by Charles Soule and art is by Ryan Brown. Just so people know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah mage a hero reborn something like that <laughs> it's basically a continuation of the 90s yeah early say, 90s yeah book um which i didn't read but maybe a hero denied hero denied yes okay um and yeah it's just about uh the main guy just trying to live his life with his family that he has now and keep them safe from all the magical things that 
want to kill him. <laughs> and where does he get his magical powers from? Is it just straight up a book? You know, is he conjuring? Uh, I'm not entirely sure because he he refers to whenever he uses magic as. Um, Oh god, what does he call it? He calls it like summoning Excalibur or something. Mm. And yeah, he can basically just like pick up a twig like from the ground and it'll like magically change and like into Excalibur, into a sword or uh more often than not it's like a bolt of lightning. <laughs> kind of thing like a lightning sword i don't know yeah it's a crazy book like (laughs) it starts out with him in the park with his young son like maybe eight and uh he like starts noticing all this weird stuff happening and he's like hey why don't you you know race me to the to the lake or whatever and the son's like oh okay and runs off and he's like i know you're there and like just throws down with these magical creatures and kills them and then like the son is none the wiser and doesn't find out about magic or anything until later on a few issues um some like like dark elves or something show up out of nowhere and like try to kill him and so his son is right there next to him and he's like well all right now you know and yeah and his son's all like what the hell was that what's going on (laughs) and he's like yeah well magic is real i do magic and uh you're probably gonna learn magic at some point too (laughs) because your mom and i both do magic So it's Mage, the Hero Denied, uh, story and art by Matt Wagner. Uh, I read this week, I read um, Beginning of Tales of Suspense, the Hawkeye um, Winter Soldier team-up book where they're going to look for uh, Black Widow because, you know, she she, she died in Secret Empire, but Hawkeye has it in his head that she didn't actually die and she's out killing uh hydra agents that are still active that is amazing it's actually a really good book and the beginning part is all hawkeye like he's he's, he's at this funeral and you know he goes uh he's like uh when do they start serving the drinks he's like talking to the other people and they're like <laughs> we're at a funeral and he's like yeah i know it's it helped get you through this you know yeah and then you think that, because you know it's supposed to be about Black Widow, you, I, I'm assuming, at least the way I, I read it, it was like, I was assuming that this was Black Widow's funeral mm-hmm. and stuff, but then you find out that it was a guy that was more than likely a Hydra agent, and uh, he's going around looking for other people that are Hydra, Hydra agents, and <laughs> at one point, uh, at the funeral, and at one point he's like introducing himself, and he's like, hi, my name is uh, Clint, and he's like, Clint, what's your last name? And he's like, Yacht but not spelled like the way you think. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then he goes to walk away and the, the bad guy is like, is that so Mr. Barton? And he's like, fuck, I'm not, I'm, re- I'm really not good at this spy stuff. <laughs> and uh, it, it's, it's pretty good. And then like later on, he follows that particular guy to 
the nation that he's supposedly the prime minister of or something like that and he's mm. he wants to stop he wants to stop the black widow from killing him mm. and uh he thinks he sees him or sees black widow so he he sneaks into the building to stop the assassination and the guy thinks that hawkeye is there to kill him and then uh hawkeye spins around and shoot let's let's go some arrows and then bullets come flying at him and then you find out it's winter soldier and the two of them <laughs> don't like each other really kind of think each other are dumb mm. and but they're also are both ex-boyfriends of black widow and yeah. that's that tension and then at one point uh winter soldier like says i'm i'm here to stop you hawkeye from killing this hydra agent he's like what do you mean i'm here to stop Black Widow from Gillian, and they're they're both like, oh, <laughs> and then there's a, a Winter Soldier's like, see, uh, Black Widow is planning on killing this guy because her symbol is burned into this wall over here, like in this little area. This is what the Russians taught us to do so that we leave our mark for any one of our kills. And uh, Hawkeye's like, wait, if you aren't the Black Widow and you're not here to kill him, and I'm not Black Widow, I'm not here to kill him. Why is the mark already here if he's not dead? And right then. The guy goes to open his drawer and it's just filled with C4 in oh, <laughs> a trigger and the whole thing blows up and that's where the issue ends. And I was just like, <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> that's awesome. It's it's a really good it's a really good story. So I'm interested in where that goes. Uh, like I was saying with the Weapon X book, I really enjoyed that. Like I like the interact like I like the interaction or I like what they're doing with the James Proudstar Warpath yeah. character. Uh, I like what they do with um, uh, Sabretooth and Wolverine's character and how they're interacting. Like, even though for as long as we've known, like Wolverine has always been like, he hates Sabretooth. And, yeah. You know, the, the two of them and whether or not you want to throw in the whole, their brother's relationship or not that the movies tried to start up. Mm-hmm. Like there's always that tension. And now with old man Logan, like you, you get this feeling that uh, even though they were always been enemies to uh an extent mm. Logan like for not having Sabretooth around for so long he just misses him he like yeah. misses the interaction so like Sabretooth all is always like trying to pick a fight with him or start <laughs> something and he's just like I just I'm just happy you're around man <laughs> <laughs> you know I just want the two of us to be here I mean the two at times he'll still be like you're an idiot and stuff like that yeah. but it's good because uh the Santa Marco Island is an island where they just hate um, mutants all together, so they're just mm. you know they they round them up military style and and execute them and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, uh, Warpath gets the team to go there, and and Domino is on the team, and she's just kind of gone. I don't know, she's a little crazy because she's just like let's let's do something, let's rob a bank. Yeah, let's rob banks. <laughs> That's what we should do. It's like you have this team full of mercenaries and killers, and you want to rob a bank. Yep. She's like, yeah, but we'll we'll rob a bank that's like that launders dirty money, so it's okay, you know, we can do it. <laughs> and she doesn't even care about the money. She's like, we can give the money to charity or whatever. Just let's rob a bank. And like the whole issue, she keeps saying this over and over. And uh, they they show up at this on this island, and they're helping these mutants escape from the the government that's trying to kill them. And all of the military guys have the U.S. flag tattooed on their face, so oh. they're all nukes. <laughs> essentially yeah and uh you see that this president of santa marco uh is um manufacturing all the red pills that nuke eats oh jeez. Uh, he's all they're also making the white pills and the blue pills but uh the the red ones are the most important so he has a whole army full of nukes mm-hmm. and uh you know they're they're just 
they're having to slice their way through it and it's it's gory and all that stuff but they're not doing well because it's it's nukes they're all super powered they have like somewhat invulnerable skin and super strength and yeah. faster reflexes and speed and uh sabertooth is just he's like he's been pinned up too much like he's like we haven't done anything in a, in a while so i'm just i'm i'm happy with just clawing through all these guys and killing them for whatever reason mm-hmm. but the rest of the team runs because they're trying to help the people escape. Yeah. And, uh, Wolverine's like, well, he's on his own then. So he's going to do his own thing. So, uh, saber turns around and like, uh, let's a barrage of bullets come at him. And even though he's going to survive, it's still going to hurt. Yeah. So he, he, he crawls away into, uh, the factory where they're making the pills. And then he makes it to a place that's a, lo- a locked room mm-hmm. and you can hear a guy in there like saying, let me out, let me out. Mm-hmm. And he looks inside and it's actually nuke. Oh, like geez. they have him chained up. So he's like, Oh, Oh, so he lets Luke go, which uh-huh. is obviously not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he starts turning the tide just between Sabretooth and nuke. But then, uh, Wolverine and the rest of the team show, show back up, or old man Logan, and the rest of the team show back up and, um, and Sabretooth, he's like, you let Nuke out? And he's like, yeah, but he's on our side. And he's like, no, he's not. He's on his side. Yeah. So he gets, Nuke gets the rest of the um, Nuke enhanced soldiers to be on his side instead of on the government side. And awesome. now, now the team is stuck inside the factory that they wanted to destroy with all the Nuke pills in it. And they want to get, the Nuke soldiers want to get in so that they can consume some more. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, old man Logan's like, there's nothing we can do. They're going to tear us apart, you know, especially with Nuke on their side. Yeah. He's like, and Sabretooth's like, well, there's one thing we can do. And they all look at the pills and it's like, well, we can take them. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and that's where the issue ends. And I'm oh like, my God. I can't imagine <laughs> what that team on Nuke pills is going to be like. Uh, so that, you know, Weapon X, I think, is definitely a fun book. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm enjoying it, and just uh, just for the team dynamic, because I really enjoy team books yeah. in general. Uh, I mean, that's. Have you been reading Cable? I haven't. Is it good? Yeah, I mean, it's James Robinson. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I think I've only read the first arc, which just had Cable like chasing this dude through time. And it was really cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, I would say that that's because I read that. Like I said, I was I read that X Men Blue book today, and uh, I think the fact that they're a team, like when they were just in present time and they were you know underneath Magneto's tutelage, mm-hmm. whatever. I was kind of getting bored with the book, but mm-hmm. like this whole time lost and they're jumping through time and stuff, like this X Men team. I think that's kind of an interesting story. So, yeah. Time jumping teams, time time jumping characters is it's interesting. It's true. <laughs> I mean, exiles went on for right, but that was dimension God hopping, right? Long, yeah, yeah. I mean, dimension hopping, time hopping. You still get to see different versions it's of all the, the same, <laughs> more or less. More or less. Uh, so, basically, the topic of the day: Valentine's Day, love and relationships. So. Uh, we had put it out there on uh, our Facebook and Instagram of uh, what are the iconic relationships that you know of from comic books. Who are your favorite uh, relationships out there? We got a, and the picture that we included was like four different people or four different couples. It's Superman and Lois, T'Challa and Storm, uh, Spider Man and Mary Jane, and then Batman and Catwoman. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you didn't have to pick one of those, but just right. whatever you wanted. We got a lot of Batman and Catwoman, though. Like, that's like the one that people really enjoy yeah. for whatever reason. You know, it could just be the, you know, the movies or, you know, the, the animated series and the comic books. But uh, Peter Parker, Mary Jane. Uh, let's see, one person uh, put Pete and MJ, even though it can never happen again because of the one storyline. And I'm assuming that's uh, one more day, one, or brand new day uh, storyline. But. <laughs> Damn you, Casada. <laughs> Uh, a lot, a lot more Mary Jane. It was I was interested to find this one was uh Ralph and Sue Dibney. Oh wow, that's a that's a really great relationship. Yeah, you know? not one that has a lot of like downs. It's all ups. You yeah, know, kind of thing, which is unusual for comic books. That's very true. I mean, obviously until Identity Crisis. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a little bit of a road bump, <laughs> but uh, still a good one. So. We got more Batman and Catwoman, or yeah, Batman and Catwoman, more Peter Parker and Mary Jane. Uh, Oliver Queen and Dinah Lance. Now, I really feel like that was the relationship that, like, Jeff Johns really wanted back, and that's why we have Rebirth. (laughs) Like, uh, it it was so essential in that Rebirth book. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. It doesn't take take up much of the book, but the, the part where they're talking about having a rebirth world like that's what they want to do and now now that i've gone back and reread like not reread but read for the first time like from rebirth on to uh in the green lantern book like you can Mm -hmm. see where that relationship means a lot to people in the dc universe i guess is the best way to put it okay hold on I, i just need to make sure that i'm thinking of the right timeline here so when you say rebirth, do you mean this new rebirth or like Green Lantern rebirth? No, I mean the new rebirth. Oh, okay. The, the whole world of the DC okay. rebirth. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> because uh, it was because in Green Lantern rebirth at that time, Dinah and Ollie were together. They yeah. they gotten married. They had the Green Lantern Black Canary book. Right. And then New 52 came along and they were no longer a couple. Yeah. They just were their own things or whatever. And, uh, and Ollie was too busy maintaining those chops. Yeah. And Dino was being a pop star yeah. musician. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, she has a siren call, so it yeah. must be a singer, right? Of course. Okay. It makes perfect sense. Now, uh, you have the, the rebirth book, the DC universe rebirth book where the two of them are like looking at the, having their five American tale, the moment, <laughs> uh, you know, underneath the same bright star or whatever. Yeah. And they're both like, Oh, there's something missing in my life. Something that really <laughs> needs to be there. And, uh, they find themselves, they find each other in the, mm. the green lantern, the green arrow book. I'm sorry. Yeah. And now they're, they're, you know, working towards what it was they had before New Fifty Two. Fine, great. You yeah, know, they they obviously feel like they fit together. It's how it should, be. which is yeah, how it should be. And which it's one of the things that really upsets me about the TV show because you have Oliver yeah. Queen and Felicity, and you know, three different Black Canaries that are four different Black Canaries at this point. <laughs> Good lord, the one that's Laurel is dead. But now they have the doppelganger from another Earth, so oh. you know we can always get that back. Well, there you go. Yeah, no, I like the I like in that show, and I know we don't talk about the TV shows in this this 
podcast all that much, but <laughs> I like the Dinah Drake one. I like the the new Black Canary. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's the one that they should kill Felicity and then ha- have her become their relationship. <laughs> okay, you don't have to kill her. Oh, I'm just saying. man. God, we're going to get hate for this. We will. We will. <laughs> uh, ha- you know, half of um, Tumblr will come after Yep come after at us. least <laughs> at least half uh john who's also uh you know a podcast host uh for the geeks watch he he said batman and silver saint cloud now hmm. that is an on again off again relationship yeah. in the batman comic books that's obviously on again off again batman has so many of them he's basically dc's bit james bond it's true <laughs> but uh i mean can you think of any particular Silver St. Cloud storylines that you ever enjoyed with Batman? I can't say that I've ever read anything with her in it. <laughs> I other mean, than maybe like a flashback or yeah, something. Yeah, I think there's a there's a flashback. I think I think the most recent version of her hmm. was killed by Anonapia. Oh wow. Yeah, and I want to see God, that's such a great villain. <laughs> the Batman Whining Geyer, the Kevin Smith story. Yeah. Yeah, I think I want to say that she was killed in that by him. So That makes sense. That you know, that's uh that's the other fate of the loves of Batman. Oh man, I sorry, you mentioned Onomatopoeia and so now I have to go off on a tangent. He was just recently in uh in Teen Titans. No, really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> it, I'm pretty sure it was Teen Titans. What was he, you know, obviously he's being a villain going up against the Teen Titans. Well, no, it was, uh, he was doing something and Emiko was oh. trying to stop him. And Damien shows up and he's like, hey, you're pretty awesome. Your mom's a ninja. My mom's a ninja. We were both raised to be assassins, and but both, now we're trying to be heroes. <laughs> and both in the League of Assassins. Yeah. So And uh, he was like, why don't you join my Teen Titans? And she's just like, no. I'm. I, why would I want to be part of the Teen Titans? I'm, I'm Red Arrow. <laughs> and I like that in the in the Green Arrow book because she's constantly like, "I want to be Red Arrow now." And he's like, "No, you're Emmy. You're just yep. gonna be Emmy. We're not. You're not gonna get a costume." She's like, "No, I'm Green Arrow. I'm Red Arrow. Come on." Uh, no names over comms. <laughs> uh, but I mean, uh, I'm an Olympia. Yes, he, you know, I I I had jumped off of. Teen Titans, so I mm. might want to go just check that out just to see that. So yeah. she was just she was tracking him down, basically. Yeah, which is interesting because even though I mean he's a Kevin Smith creation, mm-hmm. but he was created in the Green Arrow book, right. even though he eventually starts using him in the Batman stuff. Yeah, so it's cool. That's cool. I think that's that's interesting. Um, uh, other uh, Aaron, who is also a part of Geekly Radio, he said Invincible and Adam Eve, Atom Eve. I have not read any of Invincible. I haven't either. So, and I know I need to. I yeah, I have so much Invincible just <laughs> sitting there staring at me, and I'm just like, I I don't want to start this right now. <laughs> uh, so I mean, I, I don't know much about it. I I, I wish I did, uh, and would have to get back to it. At Everybody some point. always 
like I've never heard anybody say anything even like neutral about that book. Right. Like it's always just immensely positive. <laughs> uh, a few others was uh, we had a vote for soups, soups in, in Lois Lane. Um, like I said, Oliver Queen and Dinah. And then I myself, I, I really enjoyed Kitty Pride and Colossus. Like I really enjoy Thank that you. relationship. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what it is about the two of them, but I, I just think that when they're not together, they're worse off. Yeah, I totally. Mean, I know Kitty just went through this whole thing where she was in a relationship with Star-Lord in the Guardians of the Galaxy book, and I didn't read it. That's we- just weird. Was it a weird? I, Did you I read didn't it? read oh, it, okay. but just, no. Let's, <laughs> let's just skip over that. So what what are some of the iconic relationships for you? Man, you already took mine. Like Kitty and Colossus? I, I was totally thinking like, oh, man, that's the one that I, I've got in the back pocket. It's <laughs> just a great one that nobody else is going to think of. And, and then there Mitch. You go. <laughs> Mitch took it. Um, let's see here. God, what else was I thinking of? Uh, well, I mean... There's always, uh, I don't know why, but I always, like, thinking about comic book relationships today, I was just thinking about, like, bad ones, so, or, like, ones that people had issues with. Okay. Like, uh, Warren and Husk, because she was... Probably underage, underage and yeah. he was not. No. Um, you know, it's funny that you bring up Warren and Husk because in the X-Men Blue Book mm-hmm. where they're jumping around in time, they go up against the the, the New Mutants, which she's a part of. Yeah. And he, Warren, not knowing that the future Warren has a relationship with the future Husk, oh, goes over there and no. like hits on her. <laughs> but, you know, this is more awesome. age appropriate because yeah. they're both teenagers right. at this point. But he's like... Hey, I kind of really. Or he, first, he's like, uh, "Yeah, so you know, I was in outer space, and uh, this is how I got these fire <laughs> wings." But you know, I really want to say is I really dig your accent, and, <laughs> and it's just it was pretty funny. Like I was like, "Oh, I like that little throw in that they did awesome. there." So, uh, you know, I, I X Men wise, I don't know. Like, there's a lot in the X Men. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of relationships that they throw around and. Uh, you know, what have you ever thought about like the the Scott Logan Gene triangle? I have never cared. Yeah, I, like, I I don't. I mean, to me, it should be Scott and Gene. Like the two of them should end up together. But yeah, that's just the thing. Like right. I, it's not pertinent to my stories. Yeah. at all. So. Uh, the whole... I, I don't really give a crap about any of those characters, <laughs> so I'm like, whatever. You want to have a stupid triangle, you do it. <laughs> you know, one uh, one relationship I love, just because it's a character that I care about, uh, Beast, uh, him and uh, Agent Bran, the, uh, the Agent of Sword. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. With the green hair. The green hair. Like, yeah. I, I always liked that relationship just because I always wanted Beast to have a relationship, but mm. I don't even know where that is anymore. Like, I, I, I'm guessing well, it's not a thing. She's with um, Alpha Flight. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, which is kind of disbanded right now because of Secret Empire and 
they were all stuck in a space station outside of the planetary shield and they kind of crashed the station <laughs> into the, the shield. shield. So is S.W.O.R.D. still a, a thing? Is it still an organization, do you know? I don't think so. No, it got, probably think, got disbanded. Yeah, I think it got dismantled when um, Dark Rain ended. Oh, wow, that far back. Because, I mean... It, yeah, I think I think Hammer disbanded them and then like folded them into Hammer, and then I don't think they ever reestablished Sword. Hmm. But I could be wrong about that because that was their supposed to be their uh, you know extraterrestrial defense before it came to Earth kind of thing, but, right? Uh, which you know I, I assume they only called it Sword because. Of, of the, shield yeah yeah uh just like you know i was telling someone about that story about uh when norman osborne had dark <laughs> rain and he's like uh what they were like what do we do with, with hammer or with shield and he's like uh well we're, we're gonna call it hammer because we're gonna be a force you know we're gonna be <laughs> yeah. offensive instead of defensive all right like, what does it stand for i don't know but get someone to work on that <laughs> miss brand you, you take care of that <laughs> figure out what we can name it um uh, over on the DC side mm. of things, I always liked uh, Question and Huntress. Like, I always thought that was a good relationship. That is a good one. Right? Because, like, the Question is, he's kind of out there. Yeah. And the Huntress is so, on, well, at least Helena Bartonelli. I don't really yeah. know anything about Helena Wayne because mm. I didn't read anything really before um, Christ on the Infinite Universe. Mm-hmm. But she is, as even as a vigilante, in the Batman universe, you know, she's on the outside. Oh, yeah. Like, she... And now, she was, like... They... Because of New 52, they included her in, what, Spiral, right? Right. So, she was the person that trained Dick Grayson in Spiral. Yeah. And then now, because I'm reading Nightwing, <laughs> she has left Spiral to become a vigilante. Yeah. And he's kind of treat, training her to be a vigilante. Yeah. Like, because being a spy and being a vigilante, two completely different things. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I always thought that that was an interesting relationship between the two. Because I, I have that I, I, I have that mini where it was, like, uh, the Huntress and the Question, and they're, she, he's, like, teaching her to, you know, meditate and work out her demons, and they're in a log cabin out in the middle of the forest and all that stuff. And yeah. It's an interesting read. But, oh, I bet. <laughs> uh, what? Anything else? Any other relationships that you are always like? Yeah, you know, these two are the ones that belong together. Uh, Wally and uh, Linda. Linda. Linda okay. Park. Yeah. Like right now, which him bringing they when they brought isn't him back a thing anymore. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember in that issue of Titans, like the, for some like. He's talking to, I want to say Dick, and hmm. he's like, oh, well, where, where are you, Linda, right now? And he's like, well, she kind of doesn't really know who I am. <laughs> so I've got all these years of us <laughs> being married and having children, and <laughs> she doesn't even know who I am. <laughs> so not anywhere <laughs> close. So I kind of really freak her out whenever <laughs> I'm around her. I mean, do you think? Someone's they're gonna correct that here sometime soon. God, I hope so. I mean, I, for him to be so okay with it all, that's kind of weird too. Like, yeah, that is a lot of history that he has in his head. That 
I mean, in a way, he kind of has to, though. Right. Like. Yeah, completely. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they just. I don't know. They they need to continue with what they're doing in Titans because <laughs> they're just doing a, a great job. Yes, yes. It's a really good book. Uh, now, what are two people that you would ship that you've never seen together? For lack of a better word, ship mm. uh, DC characters or two Marvel characters. God, I really don't know. Like, I think that a D- in DC because I've always wanted like Bruce and um, uh, Zatanna to to get together to oh, stay yeah. together. Yeah. So uh, if you know, not not to play it up weird, but since you know. Bruce is obviously going to be with Catwoman now. Yeah. What if Dick Grayson and Zatanna became a couple? Like, the magic and the prestige and the showmanship that she had could totally go in with the acrobatic life that he used to live and stuff like that. That's true. And, I mean, I'm not saying that she's settling for the lesser Batman or anything, but <laughs> it's still in the family. <laughs> it is that. <laughs> that is true. Uh, yeah, that would be... That would be at the very least interesting. <laughs> uh, and over on the Marvel side, like, you know, Hawkeye is another one that's kind of just been with everybody. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, he was with Janet at one point. Yep. He's with uh, Black Widow at another point, as we've we, we as I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. But, and obviously he's married to, to Mockingbird at one point. Yep. Who... At the last I read is kind of with Spider-Man. Like the two of them are a couple. Mockingbird and and Spider-Man. Really? Yeah. But I know that... I I know that... Interesting. I think future previews has been hitting that that him and Mary Jane are going to be getting back together here pretty soon. So I guess that means... Oh, weird. Him and Bobby are going to be breaking up. But uh, I don't know. Like... Even even Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch were together at at one point. Like after... She was brought back to life this most recent time, if I remember right. I think you're right. Yeah. So I I don't know I don't know who else is left for for Bobby to be in a relationship or not Bobby Hawkeye to Clint to be in a relationship <laughs> with because uh, he's already he's kind of he's kind of been been with everybody. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Has he been with Spider Woman? I don't. Think Jessica so. Drew. Wait, no, I think he has been. <laughs> of course he has. Because I'm pretty sure that I remember in um, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye run. <laughs> where he owns the building? Yeah, <laughs> where um, like all three of them show up. It's Black Widow, Jessica Drew, and... Uh, Bobby? Uh, Bobby, Bobby Morse. <laughs> Bobby Thank Morse. you. Um, they all show up because they're all best friends. Of course they are. Yeah, so they hang well, out. Well, they are all, the all time. spies, so yeah, that would true. that would make sense. Yeah, they're... so he's got a type. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure I remember them like all showing up and kind of being like, "Oh yeah, like you got to get your shit together." And he's like, "God damn it!" Like all of my exes <laughs> in the same room. I got it. Best friends. <laughs> He he and uh, Jennifer Walters, J- Jennifer Jessica Jennifer Jennifer She Hulk Yeah yeah Jennifer Walters There you go I'm pretty sure that's happened God 
He's a, he's a man whore. He is. <laughs> that's that's just how it is in the Avengers. Uh, like, that, that's everybody true. Everybody fucks everybody. Every, everybody just just sleeps around with each yeah. other. <laughs> Uh, all right. Did you have a? Did you come up with any in, in your thinking? In your, uh, no, in I. My... I really want to like. I was trying to think of one for Hank Pym. Okay, like we know Janet and yeah. we know Tigra. Well, do you count that one though? Because it was the. Because it, it was the scroll. It was scroll Hank. So That's Tigra true. had a relationship with Hank. But, but not Hank the other way didn't have a relationship with Tigra. Well, look, I feel like that was that was thrown in at the end. They probably they they couldn't have known that when they first started the relationship. When they started writing the relationship, right? Who knows? So at that point in time, it, it was it was a thing that Maybe. was going to happen. I don't know. <laughs> I I kind of liked uh, Hank and Jocasta, even though that is it's also a, a weird one. It's kind of strange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's kind of his granddaughter yeah that's the way you want to ish put it? ish yeah yeah that's a very weird family tree because well if we actually mapped that out because, okay so hank makes ultron ultron makes jacasta but marries jacasta right so it's kind of more daughter-in-law sure daughter granddaughter kind of daughter-in-law ish ish i mean if vision is his grandson and then viv would be his great granddaughter that's true yeah i, I don't know I'm still <laughs> and then there's leaning actually... towards her being granddaughter kind of because <laughs> ultron made her yeah all right fair I, enough i don't know and then you actually have hope who is his actual daughter yeah uh who's a great character that they cannot consistently write and that frustrates me. <laughs> because where is she at now? She's at Champions, right? Is she on the I, Champions team? She was in Secret Empire. She was part of the Resistance team. Right. The, the, yeah, the one that was that Black Widow was training. Yeah. I don't know if I've actually read any of Champions since Secret Empire. Maybe she was... Oh, she's on the Avengers team, right? The one yeah. where Falcon is the leader? Yeah. Okay. She's on that team, and she's, like, super serious and more like Red Room oh. on that team. And uh-huh. then she also had her own book, which I don't know if that's still going on. Uh, Unbeatable Wasp? No. Something know. like that. Yeah. Where she just like loves life and <laughs> she's all giddy and bubbly and loves science and is super excited if anybody shows any type of interest in science whatsoever. <laughs> it's a great book. It, it, Everyone it, should read it. There you it's go. tons of fun. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, the, everybody talking about uh, Batman and Catwoman being together. Obviously, they get engaged. They got engaged they did. this past fall. Uh, they, it looks like their big day will be Batman number 50 in July. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's, it's coming up pretty soon. It is. Uh, right now, they're kind of traveling around. Like He's making his announcements to people. <laughs> He, first person they stopped to Talia. Ta- first person they stopped to talk Good to is Talia, Talia because he's got to be like, well, my baby mama. I kind of <laughs> need to tell her first. Right. Uh, and then, then Catwoman and Talia fight it out to be like, you know, oh, whether or not, I guess Talia's kind of like, like whether or not you're worthy enough to be with him. Yep. 
and then the next stop is Superman because that's his best friend. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Because, you know, the Robins are his sons. Yeah. Alfred is his father. Right. His best friend would be Superman. Yeah. So that that was a cool new two issues. And then I guess the next stop is Wonder Woman. I haven't gotten that far yet, hmm. but I, I think that's where he's going next because that's the other woman, the one that he also has a lot of <laughs> emotions for. Right. Which I always like those storylines where the two of them, are, you know, the future stories where they, the two of them have gotten together. It, yeah. It's interesting. It, it's even in the, the metal book because the... The version of super, or of Batman that is the Wonder Woman Batman put oh, together yeah. is Batman and her together, and then he wears the Ares helmet and mm-hmm. then kills Wonder Woman because he's corrupted. But you know, it's it's a thing. It's out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, love is in the air in the DC universe for that reason. But I I can think of. Okay, there's Mary Jane in, in Peter Parker's wedding. There's uh, the wedding of Reed Richards and Sue Storm. And mm-hmm. there's the Superman Lois Lane wedding. Yep. Can you really think of any other ones that were like big milestones? Uh, I mean, Storm and T'Challa. Storm and T'Challa, yeah. That was a big deal. That was a big one because it, it still doesn't make sense. Why is it that it doesn't nah. make I know you talk about that often. <laughs> and I, I, I hear other re, like other people that, that do shows and they talk about it and like it just it was it just seemed way too forced. Yeah. Okay. It totally is. And like like the the little mini that they did to kind of be like, Oh no, like this is this has been there forever. Like <laughs> They were children together and, you know, and, and like, fucked as children. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was, a, it was not a good story. Okay. I so didn't like it. Even if their beginning of their relationship and the, the wedding stuff seemed forced and bad, was, was the rest of their marriage and their relationship good? Because I know at one point they uh, they took over for the Fantastic Four, like when Reed yeah. and, 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 and Sue, Sue were gone. Like, mm. they became part of the Fantastic Four. But Yeah, I mean... Don't get me wrong, like I I like the two characters and I even kind of like them together, like interacting, but mm-hmm. it's just like the way that they did that didn't make sense. Okay. And didn't feel right. Well, I know one thing that you would have to like out of that relationship is because in the next Avengers cartoon movie Oh yeah, See, they had a son. <laughs> that's true. And they they couldn't say Storm though because that's yep. over at Fox. And they said the Weather Witch or whatever, yeah. something like that. And the the Black Panther King or the whatever <laughs> had gotten together and had a son. Yeah, uh, yeah. T'Challa and and Storm together. Uh, what about over on DC? Um, I guess Dick Grayson and Starfire. That's kind of a big. That was a, probably a big wedding in its time, right? Probably. That would have been. I mean, that would have been before I was reading it. Yeah, same. So, I, huh? Yeah, I don't know. Mm, okay, <laughs> fair enough. So, uh, yeah, those who are interested, the the wedding of Batman and Catwoman comes in July. So, be prepared. Find their gift registry. You know, <laughs> what do you get? The man that has everything, and the woman that can steal anything. So, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> Can't wait to find out what they do in that. Uh, that's it. That's our Valentine's Day episode. I hope everybody had a good one. Uh, go ahead. Uh, go out. Find someone that you care about. Tell them you love them. 
and uh, give them a comic book to read. <laughs> if you have anything you'd like to throw at us or talk to us about, uh, get a, get a hold of me on Twitter. I am at agent underscore of the underscore bat. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, would you like to give out your Twitter? Uh, sure. It's uh, wizard, W-W-Y-Z-E-R-D. Uh, the rest of Geek Elite Radio is at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, at Geek Elite Radio on Instagram, and Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Radio is our Facebook page. Check out our website, geekeliteradio.com for archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Radio Network. But until next time, this has been Imagine If on the Geek Elite Radio Network, saying always remember to geek, geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.